The BFG, Chapter Thirteen: A Troggle Humper for the Flesh Lump Eater. They is always having fifty winks before they goes scrumpering off to hunt human beings in the evening. The BFG said he stopped for a few moments to let Sophie have a better look. Giants is only sleeping every then and now, he said. Not nearly as much as human beings. Human beings is crazy before sleeping. Is it ever according occurring occurring to you that a human being who is fifty is spending about twenty years sleeping fast? I must admit that never occurred to me. Sophie said, "You should allow it to occur." You, the BFG said. Imagine it, please. This human being who says he is fifty has been fast asleep for twenty years and is not even knowing where he is, not even doing anything, not even thinking. It's a funny thought, Sophie said. Yuck! 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, the BFG said. So what I is trying to explain to you is that a human being who says he is fifty is not fifty. He is only thirty. What about me? Sophie said. I am eight. You is not eight at all. The BFG said. Human babies and little chitterlers is spending half their time sleeping. So you is only four. I'm eight, Sophie said. You may think you is eight, the BFG said, but you has only spent four years of your life with your little eyes open. You is only four, and please stop higgling me, titchy little snapper whipplers. Think you like you should not be higgling around with an old sage and onions who is hundreds of years more than you. How much do giants sleep? Asked Sophie. Asked they is never wasting much time snozzling. The BFG said two or three hours is enough. When do you sleep? Sophie asked. Even less. The BFG answered, "I is only sleep. I is sleeping only once in a blue baboon." Sophie, peeping out from her pocket, examined the nine sleeping giants. They looked even more grotesque, grotesque now than when they were awake, sprawled out across the yellow plain. They covered an area about the size of a football field. Most of them were lying on their backs, with their enormous mouths wide open, and they were snoring like froghorns. The noise was awful. Suddenly, the BFG gave a lump, jump, a jump in the air. My gum frog! He cried. I is just having the most whoopsie whiffling idea. What? Sophie said. Wait! He cried. Hold your horse feathers. Keep your skirt on. Just you wait to see what I is going to bring about. 
He galloped off fast to his cave with Sophie hanging on tight to the rim of the pocket. He rolled back the stone. He entered the cave. He was very excited. He was moving quickly. You stay where you is in my pocket, Huggy Bee, he said. We is doing this lovely bit of backswalking both together. He laid aside the dream-catching net, but hung onto the suitcase. He ran across to the other side of the cave and grabbed the long trumpet thing, the one he had been carrying when Sophie had first seen him in the village with the suitcase in one hand and the trumpet in the other. He dashed out of his... He dashed out of the cave. What is he up? What is he up to now? Sophie wondered. Peep your head up good, the BFG said. Then you will get a fine winkle of what is going on. When the BFG came near to the sleepy giants, sleeping giants, he slowed his pace. He began moving softly. He crept on his toes toes towards the ugly brutes. They were still snoring loudly. They looked rep repulsive. Fifty filthy. Filthy Diabolical. Diabolical. The BFG tiptoed around them. He went past the gizzard gulliver, the blood bolter, the meat dripper, the child chewer. Then he stopped. He reached the flesh lump eater. He pointed at him. Then he looked down at Sophie and gave her a big wink. He knelt on the ground and very quietly he opened the suitcase. He took out he took out of it the jar, the glass jar containing the terrible night masher troggle humper. At that point, Sophie guessed what was going to happen next. Ouch, she thought. This could be rather dangerous. She crouched lower in the pocket so that only the, the top of her head and eyes were showing. She wanted to be ready to duck out of sight very fast. Should anything go wrong? That they were about 10 feet away from the flesh lump eater's face. The snoring, snorteling noise he was making was disgusting. Every now and again, a big bubble of spit formed between his two open lips, and then it would burst with a splash and covering his face with saliva. Taking infant care, the BFG unscrewed the top of the glass jar and tipped the squiggling, squirming, faintly scarlet troggle humper into the wide end of his long trumpet. He put the other end of the trumpet to his lips. He aimed the instrument directly at the flesh lump eater's face. He took a deep breath, puffed out his cheeks, and then woof, he blew. Sophie saw a flash of pale red go darting towards the giant's face. For a split second, it hovered above the face. Then it was gone. It seemed to have been sucked up the giant's nose. But it had all happened so quickly, Sophie couldn't be sure. 
We had better be scuttling away quick to where it sa- is safe, the BFG whispered. He trotted off for about a hundred yards. Then he stopped. He crouched low to the earth. Now, he said, we is waiting for the gun and flames to begin. They didn't have long to wait. The air was suddenly pierced by the most fearful roar Sophie had ever heard. And she saw the flesh lump eater's body all 54 feet up of it rise up from the ground and fall back again with a thump. Then it began to wriggle and twist and bounce and it and bounce about in the most violent fashion. It was quite frightening to watch. Ew! roared the flash dumpster. Ay He's still sleeping, the BFG whispered. The terrible troggle humping nightmares beginning to hit him. Serves him right, Sophie said. She could feel no sympathy sympathy. Sympathy for this great brute who ate children as though they were sugar lumps. Save us screamed the flesh lump eater, trashing out madly. He is after me! He is the trashing of limbs and the waving of arms began more violent by the second. It was an awesome thing to watch such a massive creature having such mighty ca- convulsion. convulsion. It's Jack! bellowed the flesh lump eater. It's a gray, grueful, gracious Jack! Jack is after me! Jack is rackling me! Jack is spicy! Sticking me. Jack is splashing me. It is the terrible frost swimping. Jack! The flesh bump eater was writhing. Writing. Writing about over the ground like some colossal turtled snake. Tortured. Tortured snake. Oh, spare me, Jack, he yelled. Don't hurt me, Jack! Who's this Jack he's on about? Sophie whispered. Jack is the only human being all giants is frightened of, the BFG told her. There's all absolutely terrified of Jack. There's all hearing that Jack is a famous giant killer. Save me! Screamed the flesh lump eater. Have mercy on this poor little giant, the beanstalk. He is coming at me with his, his terrible spike sticking beanstalk. Take it away. I was begging you, Jack. I was praying you not to touch me with your terrible spike sticking beanstalk. Us giants, the BFG whispered, is not knowing very much about this dreaded human being called Jack. We is knowing only that he is famous, he is a famous giant killer, and that he is owning something called a beanstalk. We is knowing also that the beanstalk is a fearsome thing, and Jack is using it to kill giants. Sophie couldn't stop smiling. What is you giggling? Griggling at the BF, she asked her silently, no, slightly, no, nettled. I'll tell you later, Sophie said. The awful nightmare had now gripped the great 
root to such an extent, extent that he was tying his whole body into knots. Do not do it, Jack, he screeched. I was not eating you, Jack. I was never eating a human being. I swear, I have never gobbled a human, a, a single human being in my, in all my wholesome life. Liar, said the BFG. Just then, one of the fledgling beaters' failing fists caught the still fast asleep meat dripper giant smack in the mouth. At the same time, one of his fiercely trashing legs kicked the snoring gizzard glupping giant right in the guts. Both the injured giants woke up and leaped to their feet. He is swooping me right in the mouth, yelled the meat dripper. He is boss walking me smack in the guts, shouted the gizzard gulliper. The two of them rushed at the flesh lump eater and began pounding him with their fists and feet. The wrenched flesh lump eater woke up with a bang. He woke straight from one nightmare to into another. He roared into battle, and in the bellowing, thumping, rough, and tumble that followed, one sleeping giant after another either got stepped upon or kicked. Soon all nine of them were on their feet, having the most uh, almighty almighty free for all. They punched and kicked and scratched and bite and butted each other as each other as hard as they could. Blood flowed, noses went crunch, teeth fell out like hailstones. The giants roared and screamed and cursed, and for many minutes the noise of battle rolled across the yellow plain. The BFG smiled, a big, wide smile of absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Eyes loving it when they is all having a good, tough, and rumble, he said. They'll kill each other, Sophie said. Never, the BFG answered. Those beasts is always fishing and walloping at one another. Soon it will be getting dusky, and they will be galloping off to their to fill their tummies. Their car course. Coarse and full and filthy, Sophie said. I hate them, the beer. Them. As the BFG headed back to the cave, he said quietly, We certainly was putting that nightmare to a good use, wasn't we? Excellent use, Sophie said. Well done, you.